This week on Inside Motorsport, Tony Whitlock catches up with team owner Andy McElray. I hope you'll stay with us. Tony Whitlock here at uh, Highlands Park with Andy McElray. We've just completed the Highlands 501, the final round of the 2017 Australian GT Dura Championship. Tough race for uh, Andy and his team. Um, they uh, were running Fraser Ross, who they've run all year in the Sprint Series, and then they gathered the, into the Endurance Series, where they were running uh, the last two races, Alvaro Parente, and before that it was Andy. It was Warren Luff, our, uh, the MR driver coach. Super coach Luffy, yeah. Yep, okay. Now, you've been in Career Cup for some years. Yes. Uh, you're continuing on next year in Career Cup and also in GT racing? Correct, yeah, yeah. W with the team, we Career Cup is our. Um where we've where we started and we probably are more recognised in the Career Cup Championship. We've we won the championship last year with Matt Campbell and we've won the teams championship three times and we've uh, I think we're the only team that's that's won um, races in every year of the championship since it restarted back in 2011. So yeah, we're recognised in Career Cup, but we also run in the GT3 Cup Challenge, which is obviously the feeder series to Carrera Cup that's where we find most of our talent uh, and then of course we'll continue racing in this GT championship as well. Okay now next year your plans um, in that three series you're running in and you'll be running different number of cars in each of those series? Yeah uh, in Carrera Cup it's like we'll have the new 2018 model car so the whole field will have the the new generation uh, 991 Cup car for next year which is exciting um, so we'll have We'll be running somewhere between three and five cars in that championship, depending on how many more deals land over the next couple of months. Um, in the GT3 Cup Challenge Championship, we've got two two deals pretty much locked down for that championship, with, and, and in negotiations for uh, a couple more drivers. And then in the GT Championship, we've, we're in a partnership with Alex Frains from YNA Motorsport and Autosport, rather, and um, we're looking at running his. Uh, existing McLaren plus another one that he's just purchased so we could potentially run two McLarens in the Australian GT Championship next year. Okay, but there's much more to McElroy Racing. How, what year did you start the, your venture? I started the race team in 2009 and the intention was to do Carrera Cup and ironically uh, Carrera Cup actually stopped racing uh, for, for a number of reasons so it was actually when we were all dressed up ready to go racing for the 20, uh, 2009 championship we had Warren Luff signed and a kid called Nathan Karate and then the very last minute the, the organisers decided to cancel the championship so it didn't run for two years so we actually ended up doing the development series which was a very tall order in our first year of existence going straight from nothing to the DVS but we put a deal together with young Daniel Gaunt from New Zealand with Stone Brothers chassis and engines and um, we ended up getting fifth in the championship with Dan and getting second at Bathurst and third at Sandown. So we we uh, so went from nothing to something quite quickly, which was challenging but, but rewarding at the same time. And obviously build a very good foundation for where you are now. You're branching out into other areas. You've got other wings to the McElroy, um business. Yeah. Tell me about Yeah, okay. Um, as anyone who's worked in or around motorsport will know that motor racing is a very good way no matter how what your involvement is it's a good way to go broke but particularly team ownership unless you start with a a, a, a large fortune um, you uh, will always make it into a small one so 
Um, I've always been wary of, of being too committed to, to racing as the only uh, income for the business because it's such a fickle game. But we seem to have been lucky enough to build a reasonably decent reputation, um, getting results and grooming some some um, successful young drivers all, all helps. So uh, uh, quite a number of years ago I decided it would be a good idea to diversify our, um, our business. So the first thing we did there was start a, a retail business next door to the race shop, um, which we has now been going for six years, and it's um, it has as many full-time mechanics as the race team does now, which it's going well. Um, we've just started, um, to, or rather, just finishing final negotiations of a joint venture with a Singaporean business, which will be we will it will take over. Um, They'll take our branding, our name, our IP and our management systems and um, it'll be known as uh, MR Tuning Asia, which is potentially enormous for us because I've always wanted to branch into Asia and tried too many years ago driver coaching um, and it just didn't work. So for it to go full circle and then almost eight years later get an opportunity to start a business up there or at least become involved with one and run it is exciting. So that's the, the MR Tuning business. Um, we also have a driver development business, which is called EMR Driver Development, ironically. Um, and we've had a lot of success, obviously, developing young Matt Campbell and other young drivers, and currently Jackson Evans. But one of the other things we do with that is uh, we're the agent for the Motion Force One Motion Simulator, which is a New Zealand-made product. And being a Kiwi, I'm quite quite happy to promote good products that come from New Zealand in Australia. So that's the, the driver development business. And then... The other uh, arm to our business, which probably isn't as well known, um, is our youth safety program. So that's that's called No Second Chance, and we, I founded it. I came up with the idea and founded it in 2012. We started, we hit the road in 2013, and essentially we have um, we have three speakers, and we speak to year 12, 11 and 12s actually, at, at high schools all around the country. So typically, wherever we race in the Career Cup Championship, we'll go to a school in that city with it. It'd be Perth, Adelaide, Darwin, Melbourne, Sydney, Brisbane, um, and we'll speak to the years of 12, 11s and 12s about the dangers of, of uh, street violence and, and road safety, or, or the lack of road safety, and uh, we uh, get Warren Luff um, speaking about goal setting, um, that's been very, very popular, we've spoken to over 10,000 kids since then, but what that has led to is the... Um, the, my idea of having a, a telephone app which stops kids texting and driving and we have a worldwide patent on that technology and we're looking to for it to be um, a, a going concern and a, a product available on the uh, in the iStore by the middle of next year so we're stopping kids texting and driving um, is, an, is an important um, social issue right now so we think we're uh, doing the right thing, so we're looking forward to getting that on the on the ground. Well, that's certainly a heck of a lot on your your plate for uh, 2018 and beyond. Um, there's one other part of your life. I mean, you started out. I first knew your name as a race driver um, back in the days of Trans Am, and before then, you were in Formula Pacific, Formula. Is that right? Yeah, Formula Ford and Formula Atlantic. Yeah. Yep. And uh, a contemporary of uh, Greg Murphy's, Ashley Stitchbury's. Um, that you come originally from where, New Zealand? Uh, a little country town called Ashburton, just yep. 50 miles south of, of Christchurch. And uh, some of my good mates now, um, John Evans, who's Jackson's dad, Tim Miles, who's uh, quite well known in motorsport circles now, and Paul Crookshank, who owned the supercar team, the four of us knocked around at high school and we've been mates ever since, so right. it's kind of cool.
Well, it's been wonderful to actually hear about it. There's one other aspect to Andy McElroy, and that is a certain young man named Hunter. And Hunter is one of Andy's number of children. I don't know how many. Two, two boys. Two, two boys. Yep. Um, Hunter and the other one is Cooper. He's Cooper. fourteen. Yeah. Right. Hunter has already made his impact. He uh, has uh, has raced um, in Australia for a number of years in Formula Ford. He was fourth in this year's Australian Championship. Um, went into the last round with the. Uh, still mathematical chance of leading, winning the championship or or, uh, or or second or third and ended up not having a very good weekend for a number of reasons but and ended up fourth in the championship so um, but he learned a lot he learned a lot and also he then went on the first step to a bigger career in motorsport by going to the US and having a try at uh, funny little place they call Indianapolis Motor Speedway mm -hmm. yeah, so that uh, opportunity came up uh, one of our customers very generously backed the, the costs for the test and so we went and tested with the US F2000 teams champions called Pabst Motorsport based in Wisconsin. So it was a, a bit of a once in a lifetime opportunity for him but he looks at it as far more than that and rather a, um, a career option. So. Um, fortunately or unfortunately, depending on your viewpoint, uh, he, he did an extremely good job and the team are extremely keen to work with him in the future, so we'll probably do another year in the Formula 4 Championship here in Australia just to learn a few more lessons and um, hopefully be, him, he be being ready to head off to America the following year. That's all we have time for this week on Inside Motorsport. Until next time round, keep smiling and bye for now. Inside Motorsport is produced by Thunder Media for the Community Radio Network.